The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good morning and welcome to Mentoring with Larry Sternberg. My guest today is Brad Bryan, who is a remarkable leader in the city of Lincoln, Nebraska. He founded, along with his wife, Karma, an organization called City Impact. And Brad, I would like you to tell our listeners how City Impact came about. How did you start? When did you come up with the idea? And what is it doing today? Well, in the summer of 1993, I had a group of friends going to the inner city of Los Angeles to uh, help uh, run a inner city camp for kids out there. I was unfortunate uh, that I couldn't go to L.A., but I stayed back here in Lincoln. And at that time, I was introduced to a family here in Lincoln uh, that had two boys and three girls and uh, a young lady that uh, was working with the girls asked if there was uh, anybody that could come in and spend some time with these boys. And so uh, I volunteered my time that summer and began investing uh, my my life uh, into their lives. And uh, we we began right there just volunteering uh, time, uh, giving, giving to kids. And Tell us the rest of the story. How did you get from there to City Impact? Yeah, so basically, you know, we built a relationship with that family, and uh, I began to uh, help tutor those kids, uh, tutor those boys, and uh, then also just walk through life with them, uh, sponsoring them to play midget football, YMCA basketball. And uh, before I knew it, uh, five hours a week volunteering with those boys uh, turned into 15 hours a week volunteering alongside my corporate job. Uh, And we did that for three years as volunteers, and I had other great people come alongside and begin to volunteer with other kids and family members. But my passion and uh, my best friend's passion, Karma, who then became my wife uh, along this uh, journey, um, we uh, felt that God was calling us to do this full time in the summer of 1996. So we began putting the process together of uh, starting a 501c3 organization. So uh, it took about three years just as volunteers of investing our lives into other kids' lives and their families. And that was just a, a, a true joy to do that. Um, but we felt like it was going to be something more than that. So uh, February 1st of 1997 was my first full day uh, as the executive director and founder of City Impact. Where is City Impact today? Well, uh, we have uh, grown to an organization that uh, now has um, several hundred kids involved in weekly programs um, from a weekly uh, Bible club to a teen Bible club, what's called our Impact Leadership Academy, which also includes a Strengths for Life mentoring program. Uh, We've developed a reading program in four uh, elementary schools within LPS called the Impact Reading Center. And we have a brand new leadership center 
located adjacent to Peter Pan Park on 33rd Street that is really geared uh, to be a state-of-the-art uh, urban uh, leadership uh, center for, for urban youth uh, and their families. So we've, uh, we've developed that, and uh, we also uh, found that we needed to help stabilize families in the neighborhood. So we uh, developed an affordable housing project called City Impact Homes, where we did an affordable rent-to-own housing development project adjacent to that center. Uh, that has 14 affordable townhomes. So we are uh, a growing, developing organization that uh, really uh, aspires to to see uh, urban youth and families uh, trained up to be leaders uh, in in the community. I've got a note here that says in 2015, you had over 1,400 volunteers invest more than 20,000 hours in Lincoln's urban neighborhoods just through various city impact programs. And I think another important fact to mention is that you are 100% non-tax supported. This is a not a government initiative. This is your vision along with karma. And how do you get money to support this vision? Yes, well, it it comes uh, predominantly through individuals who uh, believe in our mission and uh, and our vision and invest uh, individually. So we have uh, well over fifty percent of our uh, support comes from individual uh, supporters. Uh, we have uh, about ten uh, percent come from uh, businesses uh, that uh, support us through the community. We have another ten percent that comes from uh, grant and foundation work uh, that we do within. In the community, local foundations and, and private foundations. And then we also have about uh, 5% uh, support through ch- local churches. Um, we have over 20, su- 20 churches that are supporting this as well. Uh, I got to tell you, this, this I, I think you are a remarkable leader, a terrific role model for not only individuals, but for a community, and the city of Lincoln, Nebraska, is lucky to have you. Well, thank you. It's been a, a privilege to, to walk alongside uh, great people in the city that have uh, supported uh, our organization, and uh, just very thankful that we have a great board that uh, you know helps this organization continue to grow and flourish, and uh, we're excited for the future. Well, as you know, the mission of this show is to help listeners learn more about mentoring relationships. And we have chosen to do that by asking people to tell stories about their mentors and their mentees. Who comes to mind when you think of impactful mentors that you've had along your journey? Well, one of the the great mentors that I had early on in my life were both of my grandfathers. uh, my one grandfather, uh, he was a, an entrepreneur, business owner, and he took me under his wing and would allow me to come in uh, during my summers and, and work alongside and learn the business and, uh, you know, just uh, learn and, and follow him. So he was a great mentor, also taught me how to golf and, and just uh, was a great uh, supporter of mine. My other grandfather, again, allowed me into their business. Uh, allowed me to to work and just uh, see the great work ethic that the family had. 
and then also uh, invested in me in great ways to develop and find my talents and, and abilities. So uh, I was a, a gifted athlete, and so uh, my grandfather helped uh, us build our own gymnastics school in a small town, and uh, my dad coached me, so he was another great mentor of mine being a coach uh, and uh, teaching me. Uh, but I had great uh, family support that really uh, helped me identify my talents, uh, support me in my education, and give me an opportunity to thrive in, in what I was gifted at. Uh, you know, I then uh, was able to, to move away from home to train at an elite gymnastic club in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, my family supported that, and so I moved away from home for a year. And uh, I had a great coach down there that uh, invested in me, uh, brought out the best in me, and he was a great mentor as well to, to get me to the level that I, I could aspire to, to compete on, on a, a, a national and an Olympic level and to, to aspire to my dreams to, to try out for the Olympic team. Uh, so I came to the University of Nebraska, uh, had another great coach here, and, uh, you know, I just... Uh, had had great coaches along the way, uh, and then I also uh, had uh, uh, pastors and uh, youth pastors that invested in my life and were great mentors uh, throughout that journey as well. I want to reflect on some of these uh, relationships, and I might as well do it in some something close to chronological order. If we go sure. back to your your grandfathers and and your father. Do you remember anything specific? You, you've told us that uh, one of your grandfathers helped you uh, learn have a great work ethic. What else did you learn from your grandfathers that you can talk about specifically? Well, they were they were just uh, very loyal, um, very um, uh, disciplined. Um, uh, one of them was was more on the quiet side, but just uh, very diligent, um, faithful um, in in uh, doing work, and uh, just allowed me to see that and to to walk alongside him in that. Other was uh, you know more of an extrovert, like to talk, and I was always listening, uh, learning from him in ways that uh, he, he was a great coach. And so I, I saw him as a, a teacher more in a vocal way. And uh, But he gave me opportunities um, along the way, uh, you know, to to try and to fail. And uh, But yet, uh, you know, he, he coached me along the way and, and, and really helped me. And so that was, that was just really uh, influential in my life. Is there anything that, you pass along to people you're mentoring today that you can trace back to one of your grandfathers or your father? Well, one of the things, um, you know, uh, I'm very uh, persistent and and diligent to to follow through on things, and and that's what I saw from my my grandfathers. They... they, uh, they worked through the tough stuff. They they were diligent. They never gave up, uh, and that's something that uh, you know I I stick with things. I stick with people and give them second chances. I I try to see uh, what their talents and abilities are and continue to uh, find ways that they can uh, try uh, to utilize those skills and talents and and uh, coach them along the way. And so uh, you know I. 
I do help coach uh, my daughter's uh, tumbling classes now within her competitive cheer world, and uh, and so I continue to coach and, and do that alongside uh, my job here at City Impact. You said your first coach, which I believe was in gymnastics, brought out the best in you. How did he do that? You know, um, that was that was probably um, by having a set system um, that uh, that was structured that um, you know really. Uh, allowed a, a framework for, uh, you know, discipline to be uh, learned. And so uh, when you begin to uh, develop skills, uh, one of the things that you have to do is do it in gymnastics. You have to do it over and over and over again uh, to, to perfect that and to, to get it to the place where you go into competition. And you absolutely, 100%, no doubt, know that you can do that skill uh, with not even really thinking about it. It's in, it's in your uh, memory. It's in your um, uh, just what what you know to do right then. And so he set up uh, a tremendous system for us, and we went into competitions being so prepared. And so I felt like he brought out the best of me in that because uh, one of the things that I didn't have at, at that point was that confidence going in. I had great talent, but I needed more confidence uh, in those competitions. And so he, he brought out the, the best of me in that, and I, I became one of the most consistent gymnasts in, in the country and was, was uh, one of the top junior gymnasts in, in, in the country. Uh, congratulations on that achievement. So you got your 10,000 hours of practice in. That and more. <laughs> and then you said you had another coach who also helped you in certain ways. Tell us about that coach. Yeah, so that, uh, when I uh, came to the University of Nebraska, um, you know, it was really, uh, I had a, a tough shoulder injury um, that kind of took me uh, back a little bit, uh, but he uh, said, you know, we're going to work through this, we're going to get you back to, to the place where you can uh, be a significant contributor on this team, and he really, uh, you know, believed in me and said, you know, you're going to get back and uh, gave me the opportunity uh, to uh, get back and to compete at, at a very high level. And uh, you know, going into my senior year, um, I was you know, uh, nominated to, as one of the top uh, gymnasts in the country for the Nissen Award, and, and it was just him coaching me and, and developing me and giving me the opportunity to, to flourish as a, as a gymnast here at Nebraska was, was just tremendous. So I'm very appreciative of that opportunity. and. Uh, the investment that he made in my life. I've heard a couple of themes as you've been talking about these various mentors. And one is that they gave you opportunities. And the other one here is that belief in you, that that second coach, despite your shoulder injury, believed in you. Would you say those are two important elements that mentors bring to their relationships with their mentees? Yes, I, I, I believe that, that people need to be um, 
uh, invested in and they need to be understood and given opportunity. Uh, and then when uh, they have that opportunity, uh, you know, you actually want them to, to try many things and to, to be okay when they fail um, and, and then be there to, to pick them up and encourage them and to support them and, you know, either make a change and try something different, uh, but uh, really giving them opportunity to, to discover uh, what I call, you know, uh, their God-given talents and, and abilities and allow them to find an area that they can flourish in. And you're doing this for how many kids right at the moment in your organization? Within City Impact, we have uh, over 200 uh, youth involved in our programs, and uh, this is uh, really our, our uh, heartbeat of our organization is to see that they all have an opportunity to uh, uh, know and understand who God's created them to be and, uh, and the talents that he's given them and to help them uh, be developed into, into uh, great leaders in the, in the community. Excellent. We're going to take a brief break here for a commercial. And when we come back, Brad, I'd like to discuss this notion of a set structured system and find out whether you're applying that in your work with City Impact. So let's take a brief break and we'll be back with Brad Bryan. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. When people are making a significant impact, they're engaged, motivated, and excited. They love what they do. When those people work for you, you get results. Results matter, and people drive results. But how do you recognize those people? At Talent Plus, we've assessed millions of people over decades using our rigorous science to predict successful on-the-job performance and cultural fit with an organization's mission, vision, and values. Our online assessments and person-to-person interviews not only identify talents, but uncover a roadmap for success from a person's first day on the job to the day they retire. When people celebrate their talents, use them daily, and think about how to lead with their strengths, they help their companies grow, produce, and innovate. Want to learn more about empowering your people to help you do great things? Visit us today at www.talentplus.com. Talent Plus, where science meets talent, where people drive results. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back. I'm here with Brad Bryan. We're talking about City Impact. We're talking about mentors he's had. And I want to pick up on something you said earlier that your coach had a set structured system to help you grow and improve and I'm wondering whether you use that for the children and the adults that City Impact is serving. Do you have a set structured system to bring them along? You know we we have developed that and uh, that is something that uh, 
we uh, began the development of through a grant that we got from the W.K. Kellogg Foundation from 2007-2010. We began to do uh, urban youth leadership development through a strengths perspective. Uh, but out of that, we developed strengths for life mentoring um, and uh, an impact leadership academy pathway for leadership. So what, we, what we've developed is, and, and Todd Bowman, our program director, um, has uh, put together a, a tremendous uh, pathway for these kids and more of the structure that uh, we wanted to have that really is what I kind of got from, from that coach uh, years ago, which was, you know, a, a, a clear game plan and, and, and how to do that. So we've, we've developed that, and uh, also uh, Dustin um, Oltman, our mentoring director, has put together a tremendous pathway for our Strengths for Life mentoring, uh, where uh, it is, uh, you know, a, a, a simple process, but yet structured process, uh, but it allows for um, long-term, deep relationships to happen uh, with these kids. But uh, we have developed that structure and that system. Um, it's barely... Uh, simple but yet complex in, in uh, what we do, but uh, it, is, it is a great system. Can you give us the Cliff Notes version? Yeah, I can try to, to do a little bit of that. Um, you know, so, um, well, within uh, we, what we do is we, we uh, bring kids into the uh, uh, programs through um, uh, what's called our, our Bible Club, which is our uh, children's program. And when kids become uh, start to be faithful in attendance and uh, uh, being a part, um, then they get uh, to be a part of uh, the next step, um, and they would uh, be able to apply for a mentor. And when they get to mentor, then they get to uh, be in that next step of that leadership development process. And so... Um, uh, they go through a process where they um, put down all of uh, their things that they'd like to explore, explore as a young person, and then we have a mentor that comes alongside them and goes through a, a detailed uh, process of becoming a mentor, and then they will uh, then begin that mentoring journey. Then as they become teenagers, um, we've got a pathway where um, they become uh, part of our team Bible club. And then if they have, again, great attendance and they're wanting to show uh, or wanting to grow and, and develop as a young leader, they apply to be in the Impact Leadership Academy, which has uh, our different leadership clubs, which are everything from speaking team to uh, social justice team to uh, uh, philanthropy team and uh, uh, an arts team. Uh, so they utilize and develop those skills through that, and they, they become um, in a leadership pathway where they're uh, using their, their God-given talents and abilities to become leaders, and we give them authentic uh, opportunities for leadership through that. Uh, when, they, when they do that, then they get to begin, become um, part of uh, everything from our uh, on our youth uh, board, um, which we have two board members that can become uh, uh, a part of our city impact board uh, as an entire organization. So they get to uh, learn and develop through that. So we've got a, a pathway for them uh, to really uh, – you know, grow and develop and become authentic leaders. It's not just uh, them coming in and learning in a classroom, but there's uh, tangible ways for them to, to lead. 
Terrific. Very impressive. I've noticed you've mentioned repeatedly that you have a strengths focus in helping people grow and develop. Would you say more about that, please? Yeah, well, our... um you know our approach, uh, not only to our in a whole organization, but in, in mentoring, is to look beyond the negative influences that often surround uh, kids coming from uh, under-resourced areas and, and lower-income uh, areas. Uh, you know, to do this, uh, we we try to turn the students' attention to their God-given gifts and talents uh, through the interest-based activities and interest focus. Um, and then begin to help them uh, see how those interests and, and activities, uh, how higher education may play into that, and college and career exploration uh, needs to be um, put in put in place. So, you know, we really uh, desire to see uh, meaningful relationships with students um, engaged to empower them to use those God-given talents and abilities. And so we utilize mentors and, and uh, our uh, teachers and stuff to help um, kids begin to see uh, who they are and, and the value that they truly have and how they can use those abilities that they have to make uh, to be servant leaders and to make an impact in their family, in their school, in their neighborhood. And so we really uh, believe that each person is uniquely created with gifts and talents, and we are walking alongside them to do everything to help that uh, be identified and uh, flourishing, uh, not in the future necessarily, but now, even now. And so that's even that leadership pathway that we have. We try to help them, these kids begin to use those talents and abilities now. I've had some other guests talk about the importance of mentors being honest with people about their weaknesses and their shortcomings and and working on those. How would you discuss that? Well, I think, uh, you know, again, as as we find people's talents, um, you know, even a talent can, can be a weakness in, in some ways itself. But yes, we, we all do have weaknesses. Uh, I think uh, when we focus on fixing all the weaknesses, it drains everybody's um, uh, energy to a certain degree. Um, uh, so we, we address weaknesses. We uh, try to help shore up weaknesses. Uh, but we don't spend uh, uh, an immense amount of time on that because what we found is when when you invest more in their talents, it decreases some of those weaknesses. Um, but we all we all do have weaknesses, and there's certain ones that uh, we do. Um, I know me personally, I have to to manage around some of those weaknesses and figure out how to um, you know uh, overcome some of those things. But when I'm in my element of using my talents and strengths, uh, I find that um, I'm more excited and encouraged. And, and when you're working with young people as well, um, you know, I think it uh, is a true benefit um, uh, for everyone involved. Another theme that has come out in some of your conversation here is the importance of deep relationships. Could you address 
the importance of deep relationships in a mentor-mentee relationship? Sure. Well, um, you know, that really stems back to, to people that are invested in my life and the, the people that uh, had deep relationships with me. They, you know, they, they listened, they learned, they understood me. And what we have found uh, when I first started at City Impact was uh, when you could really uh, get in and, and walk through life, um, and, and my commitment was I'm going to walk this journey for at least 15 years deep and long with some kids and families. When you do that, um, there's trust built. There's true understanding of, of who this person is and, and how, uh, again, they're wired and, and how we can walk alongside them and see them developed. And, and it takes time uh, to really invest and develop a person. Um, it doesn't happen overnight. And so uh, we believe that, uh, you know, uh, when you can uh, go deep and long with a person and really commit to them um, that you're going to be there, you know, potentially their entire journey in their life, that um, that, uh, that that is where, again, true transformation happens and friendship. And, and I think we should always be learning. Uh, one of my values is, is to constantly be a learner. And to learn, I, I need people that will invest in me and, and share those things, and I need to read. And there's other ways to learn, but, man, when there's somebody that, can walk alongside me and and invest in my life and and pour into me. Uh, there's just tremendous value, and I'm open to that. And so we are trying to do that as well with, uh, you know, that each one of our staff and that we make sure that we have a mentor, but then we are constantly mentoring somebody else and and bringing them along and doing that in a deep, long relational way. Um, so that's that's just a true value of mine um, that uh, that you walk through life with people for a long time. Who's walking with you right at the moment? Well, I have, um, you know, uh, a couple of board members that uh, have been walking through uh, very closely with me the last few years as we've developed the organization. So um, I have two board members that uh, are very invested in my life. Um, I have another. Who are they? uh, What are their names? uh, Mark Kramer um, and... uh, uh, um, so, so Mark Kramer and Craig Ames, um, my board chair and, uh, and another, uh, board member, uh, are walking alongside me right now, uh, very closely and investing in my life. And, uh, yeah, I, I also have another, uh, pastor, uh, Brian Clark, uh, who has invested in me over the years and, uh, is walking alongside me as well. How would you describe their different styles? Yeah, well, um, so for example, uh, Pastor Clark, um, he uh, is you know very open to to listen and to to share um, new ideas with me and things that he's learning and uh, just uh, more connected to, to helping me actually uh, raising my girls. Uh, he's had uh, three girls himself, so he, he really walks through and is just very open and transparent with uh, how it was in, in raising uh, his kids. Uh, Mark Kramer is more uh, on the business level, uh, very uh, engaged in um, helping me understand and, and understand leadership and uh 
uh, engaging uh, business principles in in uh, so he's a little bit more structured. And then Craig Ames, uh, is, he values my family, makes sure that uh, I'm doing well, I'm balancing my life, uh, and uh, then also uh, very uh, brings some structure and operational things uh, to help me in more uh, operations management um, in, in that area. So uh, each of them have. Uh, you know, a little bit of a twist on that. Um, uh, one uh, person I, I did want to share just a little bit that I had a really close uh, mentee-mentor relationship with uh, Ty Shinzel, who ran the Hope Center for Kids up in Omaha and unfortunately was uh, killed in a car accident about a year ago. Uh, and uh, him and I had had a, a mentoring mentee relationship where we mentored each other back and forth um, since the Kellogg Foundation grant from about 2007 uh, until last year. And uh, we went deep in life with everything. So our families, uh, the ministries, the organization, business. Uh, and that was a, a really tough challenge to, to, to lose that, uh, that relationship when, when he passed away last summer. What a great blessing to have a relationship that's so rewarding to both parties and so fulfilling that when you lose it, 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 it does create this great sadness. But what a blessing to have a relationship like that. Yes, yes. I want to ask you, the two people you started mentoring when you first got decided to walk this journey, that was 19 years ago. What are they doing now? Yeah, so um, one of them, uh, he is um, working construction work right now uh, and working here diligently in the city as a family and doing very well. Um, another one uh, is in, incarcerated and not... Uh, it was a tough situation uh, coming out of high school and, uh, you know, uh, unfortunate situation where he's incarcerated at the time. So we, we do still have a relationship. I don't see him real often, but we do um, connect, um, uh, yeah, at, uh, at the state pen. So. Well, that's a, an example. Earlier you said uh, your mentors taught you to never give up. So this seems... Uh, like a challenging situation to live out that particular commitment. Yes, um, yeah, it's it's challenging and and rewarding at all at, at, as well. So um, I see him doing making good choices there and, and doing well. So it's it's uh, encouraging to see. That's great. We're about to take another commercial break, and when we come back. I want to ask you about your approach to mentoring, your commitments, and what you look for in somebody who you think you might have a good mentor-mentee relationship with. Let's take a brief break, and we'll be back with Brad Bryan. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. When people are making a significant impact, they're engaged, motivated, and excited. 
They love what they do. When those people work for you, you get results. Results matter and people drive results. But how do you recognize those people? At Talent Plus, we've assessed millions of people over decades using our rigorous science to predict successful on-the-job performance and cultural fit with an organization's mission, vision, and values. Our online assessments and person-to-person interviews not only identify talents, but uncover a roadmap for success from a person's first day on the job to the day they retire. When people celebrate their talents, use them daily, and think about how to lead with their strengths, they help their companies grow, produce, and innovate. Want to learn more about empowering your people to help you do great things? Visit us today at www.talentplus.com. Talent Plus, where science meets talent, where people drive results. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com We're back with Brad Bryan, founder of City Impact in Lincoln, Nebraska. Brad, I want to ask you, when you are considering getting into a relationship with somebody who might become one of your mentees, what do you look for in a person? Well, I look for somebody that uh, wants uh, to have somebody invest in their life. I, I look for somebody that uh, is is interested in uh, growing, developing as, as a person, uh, and uh, they want, uh, in one way, I, I look at it as uh, want to be coached. Uh, they want to be uh, developed. Uh, they want to learn. And so those are things that I look for. Uh, again, they don't have to be all in, um, but yet I want them to, to, to value um, that uh, they, they can grow and, and develop. What would be your advice to an individual who has that desire to find a mentor, how does someone do that? Yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, you know, I think there are organizations and places um, that they can uh, seek that out through, um, whether that be uh, through a church, uh, through a nonprofit similar to City Impact, or uh, a, a teammates, or you know, um, whatever. Uh, uh, that looks like I think one of the things that uh, you look for is is uh, you know somebody that uh, is older than them um, that maybe have some experience uh, that that they don't have or they want to acquire or, or just somebody that has something that that they uh, desire to learn uh, to begin asking uh, asking people ask people in your circle do you know of anybody that would be able to, to coach or lead me or uh, teach me these uh, this this uh, thing I want to learn or, or grow and develop in. Uh, so uh, they they need to they need to ask, uh, and and when uh, you seek that out, uh, typically people are gonna to be interested in, in helping you find somebody. Boy, asking is often very difficult, isn't it? It is. Uh, sometimes it's humbling um, for, for people to, to ask uh, for that. But uh, what I found is, uh, you know, uh, when you do that, um, people are excited to, to get involved and to share and, and to be a part of that. So 
um, is scary or afraid somebody uh, somebody may be afraid of jumping into that but uh, I think uh, people really uh, enjoy that and and uh, uh, value that so one thing I'm curious about relates to some remarks you made with respect to your relationship with Ty and that is you said you mentored each other tell us what that looked like yeah, so we basically shared, um, we had similar organizations. We had, uh, you know, similar uh, key roles uh, as executive directors and founders of the organizations ourselves. Uh, we both have families, and so we, we would share stories. We would share um, tough, challenging things that we're, we're going through. And then we would counsel and ask questions and encourage and and coach uh, each other through through those things. And we each had uh, our own uh, strengths uh, within that. Uh, so sometimes uh, we focused on certain areas a little bit more than others, uh, or asked them for counsel in that area where they were gifted at. But uh, we really just. Uh, got to know each other so well that uh, we, we knew uh, what they were uh, going through and what they were struggling with, and, and we could just, uh, we had permission to speak into their life and, and to uh, just uh, really go deep uh, in, in, in long in, in that relationship. So it was, it was valuable on both sides because uh, we trusted each other. We could share uh, the tough things that are going on and be real with each other, uh, but yet also um, encourage and, and support one another through through that. What are some of Ty's strengths that you most appreciated and admired? Uh, he had a just a huge passion uh, connection to people. Um, he he, uh, he knew how to uh, win win people over and, and just really engage with people. Uh, uh, had a, a fun-loving spirit and and was just really uh, had a joyous um, spirit about him. Uh, was a great um, uh, husband and 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 uh, father. Um, and so with that, uh, I was always asking him uh, about raising a family and doing that and balancing that well. And and then uh, just really, you know, how he connected with people and. And then, and he always, you know, shared different aspects of, and it was very natural for him. So, you know, but he would share some some things that he would do, and uh, but just uh, always just uh, very uplifting and, and fun to to be around. Is it possible for you to identify one or two things that you think are the most important things you learned from Ty? Well, one, um, you know. Uh, just to truly have a, a strong relationship with Jesus Christ was was something that um, him and I, you know, connected in in one very intentional way, um, and and he um, just really was very passionate about that. Uh, the other thing that I really took from him is is how to to be a a, a great father um, and 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 and. And uh, and husband, um, and I'm still working on that, and and still uh, I have notes from from our times together, and and I read those often, and 
uh, you know, just continue to be encouraged by um, uh, the words that he spoke to me. Well, please share with our listeners some of the advice that you have to pass along about how to be a great father and husband. Well, uh, you know, one um, is that uh, that I'm continuing to learn uh, is that you've got to be present um, and be a great listener. Um, uh, for many years, I, I, uh, I've, I've been you know, a perfectionist and, uh, very driven and focused on the organization and business. And sometimes I put that over, um, family. And so, uh, one thing that I've had to, to recognize is that, um, I need to, to be more present, uh, with my family, with my wife. And, uh, when I get home from work, I've got to engage where they're at versus, uh, staying back to what I was just thinking about uh, at City Impact or with a, with a supporter or whatever that might have been. Um, but I have to truly engage there. Uh, and then uh, be, a, be a great listener. Um, uh, sometimes I would speak, speak too quickly or give advice uh, where uh, sometimes it just needed to be a great listening ear and, and to uh, uh, do that. So that's something that I... I'm I'm working on, and and if if others can continue to do that, uh, and then just uh, finding real balance uh, and and understanding that uh, your kids are are different, and that you've got to develop a relationship with them, uh, and find uh, again basically kind of what we're doing as an organization. You've got to do with your own family, so you've got to find their talents and, and believe in them, and walk with them, and, and encourage them uh, through that, give them opportunity. Great advice. Thank you. In the years that you have been mentoring other people, how have you grown as a mentor? When you think back of the way you mentored people 19 years ago and come up to now, in what ways have you grown as a mentor? Yeah, I think probably the one that I just shared about a little bit is is how to be a, a better listener. Um, I think early on, um, I I spoke more, I, I coached more, I uh, I I, uh, I solved problems more quickly versus uh, learning, listening, understanding the whole situation, the whole story. Um, and so I've grown in that area of really. Uh, understanding the other person in the situation more so that I can then better give either counsel or bring somebody alongside where maybe I don't have the expertise uh, to, to help this young person, whether it be a, a counselor or, you know, or, or somebody else that could uh, do what maybe I'm not gifted at uh, in, in that mentoring relationship. So I never tried to be the one that I thought I could fix it all. And I know over the years I've tried to uh, make sure that uh, the people that I've ment- mentored, um, that there's, I engage in entire, what I call kind of a village around them, uh, that there's more people that can give them what maybe I don't have. But I try to, to see uh, what those things are and, and develop that further. Whereas maybe early on I tried to do all of that myself. Um, but I've really uh, aspired to, to bring a, a village or a team around that, that person and find uh, ways to, to see them grow. 
in terms of your own growth, uh, I noticed from your bio that you've recently transitioned from executive director to a, a development role. Talk about that for us. Sure. Well, that's, uh, again, um, going from, from an area that, um, you know, you, you develop and you grow and you do a little bit of everything as an executive director, a founding executive director. You've done direct program. You've done development work. You've done management. Um, but a, as your organization grows and develops and you have mentors alongside you, you begin to, again, identify where you can best contribute to the organization. And as City Impact has grown uh, to the level that we are today, over a million-dollar budget and growing staff of eight full-time staff and 20 part-time staff, um, one thing that uh, we recognized was that some of my best the best use of my time and talents is is in a development role and uh, getting out and uh, in sharing the vision, the passion, and the stories of what's happening here at City Impact and asking people to join us in that journey. And so um, with uh, the organization, we've gone to an executive leadership team, which I'm a part of that team, uh, alongside uh, Todd Bowman, our program director, who's also now uh, being an interim managing director. He's got gifts in that area of management and um, structure, and uh, I love sharing the passion and the stories and the, the vision, and so it's going to allow me to be freed up to be out of the office more, uh, telling the story and getting me out of the operations area. And we also have a new uh, operations director managing the new facility that we have, um, Dustin Oltman, coming along with with those skills and very structured, organized, and as long uh, along with uh, leading our Strengths for Life mentoring program. So um, it's allowing me to really move into uh, a greater area of strength and using my talents and, and time uh, in a more efficient manner. Terrific. Tell us, where is City Impact going? What do you see as the future of City Impact? Well, we are, uh, you know, truly excited to uh, have this new uh, facility um, and, uh, you know, really um, focus on um, empowering vulnerable kids and families in the heart of our city. So, we're, we're really going to hone in and focus the next few years on doing that really, really well uh, and becoming, uh, utilizing this, this center to uh, do three things, really. Um, we're going to strengthen our mentoring uh, kids through long-term, deep relationships. Uh, we're going to continue teaching through uh, and increasing our, our outreach through literacy, uh, job skills, strengths, resilience, and faith and then empowering kids and families to be the best version of themselves as leaders, citizens, and owners of their community. Uh, so, you know, we really um, want to see that flourish and, and uh, more kids come into this new center uh, to do that. So we want to grow, uh, grow what we're doing and, and impact more kids uh, in this neighborhood. 
And so we envision this center being filled up with uh, more youth uh, being empowered uh, to be the the leaders that uh, they can be. Uh, We also want to see more of an education after-school program here to strengthen their uh, education uh, foundation so that when they desire to be an attorney, a doctor, a school teacher, um, uh, or if they go into welding, whatever it might be, we want them to have a strong foundation and and know and understand the pathway to get there. Uh, we truly want to to be a leader in that area of growing and developing uh, leaders from that urban community. So we see this new center as as a catalyst for that. Uh, We do that in a holistic way, so we are going to also be adding um, uh, health and wellness to that, so making sure kids understand that uh, not only do they need a strong education, understanding their faith, their talents and strengths, um, but also being able to take care of their body. So we're going to implement uh, health and wellness uh, through uh, a future um, Shields Gym and Fitness uh, Center here. Uh, so that will be developed in the future here. Uh, and there could be additional um, things, outlets for kids to develop uh, in the area of sports and, and athletics and, and things of that nature. So that would be a uh, a, a great development that's uh, in the works. Um, we also um, want to see a kids um, have an opportunity through different things, such as um, what we're doing now on radio, is them to understand that they could maybe, um, you know, do radio or be involved in, in radio, and we're going to create a recording studio here uh, at City Impact where they could do music, radio, uh, uh, all different types of things. So we're going to have different clubs uh, developed at City Impact. So we'd love people to to join us in in sponsoring or giving, sharing their talents in those areas. We'll also have uh, the arts, uh, an increased arts program from dance and uh, creative arts, uh, visual arts, uh, things of that nature. So we'll expand those programs uh, as we uh, grow into this facility over the next uh, couple years. Terrific. I want to thank you for taking the time today to share with us your stories about mentoring and the, the plans for City Impact and how you're, how you're making a difference in the lives of these children and also the city of Lincoln, Nebraska. Thank you very much. We've been here with uh, Brad Bryan, the founder of City Impact. Thank you for joining us this week for Mentoring with Larry Sternberg. Please join Larry again next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific, for another edition of the program on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.